Is this perfectly necessary, Lord Prism? a voice asked, coming up behind Gavin. It was his new general, the man who'd worked with him sixteen years ago when he'd been Dazen's most effective general, Corvin Danavis. They'd had to do some clever work to make everyone believe Gavin's enemy would now take orders from him. By this, you mean this? Gavin pointed at the rope ladder up to the crow's nest. Yes. General Denevis was the kind of man who prayed before a battle, just in case, and then went about his business as if he had absolutely no fear of death. Gavin didn't think he experienced fear in the way other men did, but he absolutely hated heights. Yes, Gavin said. He climbed up the rope ladder first. As he pulled himself into the observation box, he was struck once again by a thought he had regularly. His whole life was based on magic. He climbed this height fearlessly because he knew that if he fell, he could draft quickly enough to catch himself. Though he might appear fearless, he wasn't. There was simply hardly ever any danger for him, totally unlike most people. People would see him do incredible things and think him incredible, and they would be totally misunderstanding. The sudden stab of fear was so sharp that he thought for a moment someone actually had hit him in the gut. He took a deep breath. Corvin came up, eyes locked on the crow's nest, hands in a death grip on each rung. Gavin hated to do this to his friend, but there were some conversations that one simply couldn't risk having overheard. Gavin helped him into the box. He let the general catch his breath. At least the safety rails up here were nice and high and stout. Below, the sailors were going about their work. The morning wind was rising and the first watch was out, checking lines and knots the captain on the poop with a sextant, making sure of their position. I've lost blue, Gavin said. Get it out. Clean it up afterward. He could tell from the expression on his face that Gorvan Danavis had no idea what he was talking about. He stroked the red moustache he was growing back. He'd been known for dangling beads from that moustache back during the Prism's War. Blue what? I can't see blue anymore, Corvin. It's a sunny morning. I'm staring at the sky and the cerulean sea, and I can't see blue. I'm dying, and I need your help deciding what I should do. Corvin was one of the smartest men Gavin knew, but he looked lost. Lord Prism, such a thing isn't—wait, tell me one piece at a time. Did this happen during your fight with the sea demon? No. Gavin looked over the waves. The rocking of the ship was soothing perfectly complemented by the harmonious blues of sky and sea. He could remember the colour so clearly, he could swear he almost saw it. He was a super-chromat, one who could differentiate colours much more finely than other men. He knew blue from its lightest to its darkest tones, from its violet hues to its greenest ones, blue of every saturation, blue of every mixture. After the battle, Gavin said, when we sailed away with all the refugees, I woke the next day and I didn't even notice for a while. It's like looking at a friend's face and realizing you don't know her name, Corvin. Blue's there. It's close. It's like the color is on the tip of my eyes. If I don't concentrate, I don't even notice it. Except that the world seems washed out, flat. But if I concentrate as hard as I can, I can see gray where the blue should be. Exactly the right tone and saturation and brightness, but gray. Corvin was silent for a long minute, 
red haloed eyes squinting. The timing isn't right, he said. Prisms are supposed to last some multiple of seven years. You should have five years left. I don't think what's happening to me is normal. I was never ordained the prism. Maybe this is what happens when a natural polychrome doesn't go through the spectrum's ceremony. I don't know that that's quite... Have you ever heard of any prism going blind, Corvin? Ever? The last prism before Gavin, the real Gavin, had been Alexander Spreading Oak. He'd been a weak prism, hid in his apartments mostly, had likely been a poppy addict. The matriarch Irene Malagos had been before him. She'd lasted fourteen years. Gavin had only the barest recollection of her from the Sunday rituals when he was a young boy. Gavin, most...